are back there we go all right now we got we can we can hear it's isn't it weird when you do this we this is like five years almost uh for me and for you you've been doing what over a year now yeah to not hear yourself is Uh weird because we got headphones on we can hear everything else but we can't hear ourselves but uh it is good to be back i hope uh you're listening hey this week next week the really the whole month of august I hope that you will not only tune in, but you will get your friends to tune in to SWAT Radio at 3 o'clock every day because we are going to be looking at Christianity and wokeness or wokeness and the gospel. Uh, it is uh, John MacArthur, Pastor John MacArthur out in California said, it is the greatest threat to the church in his lifetime. It's not going to destroy the church, but just the, the heresy of the wokeism that has come into the church is impacting very, very well-known leaders, people who have been typically very solid conservative expositors of the word have allowed it to infiltrate not only their messages, but their church. And it communicates a very wrong message. And so Christianity and wokeness or wokeness in the gospel, however you want to call it, Vody Bauckham called it, you know, he, he's got a book called fault lines and the subtitles is the social justice movement and evangelicalism's looming catastrophe because it it, it's not going to destroy the church because jesus says the gates of hell won't destroy Mm -hmm. the church but we uh we will prevail but it is a threat and many couldn't be misled and get sidetracked from what the gospel really is and thank you uh uh, we uh, hey steve we do have uh, one listener saying dead air. He's not hearing anything. So I don't know if we're going out over the airwaves. Not now. Okay. So, James, if you're still listening, uh, text me back and tell me you're listening out in uh, Idaho. So, uh, James uh, handles our website, and I know he listens every day. Um, but uh, we are glad to be back, Taylor. We're just coming off the retreat with mm-hmm. uh, Tom Askell. And, uh, Tom from Founders Ministry and the pastor of Coral, I think it's Coral Ridge Church down in, uh, I don't, I forgot the name. He told me yesterday. <laughs> uh, anyway, but his ministry is Founders Ministry, and Tom did a phenomenal job at the retreat. It was great to spend some time with him. Uh, he went out, we shot, you know, guys get to shoot, they get to go golf or sailing or fishing and skydiving, although we didn't have any skydivers this year, but uh, he really did a good job about talking about masculinity and um, uh, what it means to be a courageous man of God in our culture. And one of the things that struck me, he said, was, it, it, you know, it, it means that you know God and you know what he can do and you believe it and trust it. Right. And so often with what's going on in our culture, we have been in such a fear-based culture for the last year and a half, especially that. People are so afraid. I mean, people that are typically very bold in their faith or maybe they have a strong belief in God, all of a sudden 
put more faith in the CDC than they do uh, common sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, here's the thing. If I told you, if I change my tune on something four or five times, at some point you're going to go, okay, I'm not a credible witness anymore, right? I mean, when I used to put witnesses on the stand, the whole thing we would do to talk to them before they got up is, listen, don't try to figure out what they want you to say. Just tell the truth. And, and it's very obvious that the CDC, the, you know, the National Institute of Health and Dr. Fauci and a lot of those bureaucrats up there that are running these organizations. You know, one of the things uh, I heard, and I didn't know this, none of the doctors that are leading this effort against COVID-19 have ever even treated one patient with COVID-19. <laughs> they've, not, they've not been a part of treatment of one patient. And yet they're setting policy for everybody, and people blindly follow it. Mm-hmm. I just got a, a, a thing from the YMCA saying we're going back to mask per CDC guidelines. And the mask, there's no science behind it. In fact, I, I just gave you Governor DeSantis. This is an executive order from the governor of Florida, who, by the way, everybody laughed at and made fun of a year ago. And our state has been open. We've done very well uh, and have been at or below the other levels of infection of some of the states that are locked down. But anyway, he just put out an executive order about masks for kids in school. And and, And in it, this is what he says. Now, this is the governor of the state of Florida saying that the CDC guidance forcing students to wear masks lacks a well-grounded scientific justification. All right, now I'm I'm going to put my more uh, credibility behind Governor DeSantis, who has proved himself, he's been very consistent in what he's said and done over the last year, than the CDC. And he says a Brown University study analyzed COVID-19 data for schools in Florida and found no correlation with mask mandates. There's none. He said uh, masking children can lead to negative health and society ramifications. He said forcing children to wear masks could inhibit breathing. It can lead to the collection of dangerous impurities, including bacteria, parasites, fungi, and other contaminants, and adversely affect communications in the classroom. And, And this is just for students. But the same things applies for you and me. And so all these people pushing a mask mandate... Watch them. How many times has the very leaders who's pushed it pull their mask down to speak or take a picture or do whatever they want to do, violating their own mandate? Because if you pull it down at will, what good does it do to wear the mask? Well, it doesn't do any good anyway. Yeah, the cloth masks don't, don't do anything for you regardless. But if you had an N95 or something like that, once you break that seal, yeah, it is now, now useless, not good uh, you know, not helpful to stopping anything. But as you said, you know, the the, the science, there have been a, a number of studies that have come out talking about how harmful, sp- particularly for kids, it has been um, not just uh, health-wise, but also um, for their mental well-being and stuff like that. And yet we're continuing to go down this road that we, we just went through, you know, uh, and it, it would be baffling if we were still a, a country that seemed to use reason and in the the logic that God gave us, but we are increasingly moving uh, towards an insanity. 
Well, I, I, you know, we, we are going to be talking about Colossians 2 uh, this week and throughout the month because it, it says don't be taken captive. Mm. Don't be taken captive. And, and, and I, I'm afraid that a lot of believers have been caught up in the fear hysteria of all this. I, I want to recommend a couple of resources just to go online. Um, there's a guy, um, a doctor named McCullough, and I, I think hold Peter, on, Peter McCullough. Peter McCullough out of Dallas, Texas. And he has an interview um, where I don't even think you can see it on, uh, I don't think you can see it on YouTube. You have to go to Rumble mm. to see it. But. Um, he talks about something that I hadn't thought of that in all of his medical history. And by the way, he's testified before Congress uh, several times. He's also uh, been called to testify uh, in this Texas state Congress uh, to these uh, related to COVID. He has over 40 peer reviewed articles on COVID. And so he is a very well qualified guy. And he said in his lifetime, he has never seen such an effort to focus on the healthy at the disregard of the unhealthy. In other words, he's saying whether it's vaccine, distancing, masking, all the mandates are about uh, the healthy people who are the people that have 99.995% won't die or have to go to the hospital because of it. Instead of focusing on therapies and help for those that get sick, and all the hundreds of thousand people that have died because of uh, the negative suppression of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that, and now it's coming out. That Lancet article that was falsely published denouncing hydroxychloroquine, do you know he told me that there were a lot of doctors in Texas that were uh, putting, um, they, they were um, basically given threatening letters by the Texas Medical Association Mm. for prescribing for their patients hydroxychloroquine. And now they've all been restored, but that was all because of CDC and NIH stuff, Mm -hmm. bureaucracy. And he said, you know, doctors have a Hippocratic oath to care for the sick. Since when do we tell people, "Don't, don't come to the hospital, you need to go home unless you're really, really, really ill? And I, I think about my mom, and I know my mom and dad. Listen, my mom went to the hospital with a bad case of COVID. She has comorbidities, and they told her, your oxygen levels are good. You need to go home. Hmm. They gave her an IV and sent her home. And, I mean, I've witnessed it firsthand. And so so when we come back, I want to pick up on some of these things because as believers, we have to be a voice for truth to those around us seek their welfare. Yeah, so make sure you stick with us. We will be back with more after the break. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. 
Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. That is Freedom Hymn by Austin French. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And just before, the, well, I guess in the last segment we were talking about the uh, uh, the SWAT retreat that we had, and we were talking about Tom Askell, and we couldn't remember the name of his church, so I looked it up. It is Grace Baptist Church. It's in uh, Cape Coral, Florida. Um, so we were uh, really blessed to have him uh, come and speak and uh, able to hang out with us for the day. How did he shoot, by the way, Doug? Oh, he shot shot pretty good. Yeah? Uh, he shot pretty good, yeah. I was curious about that. I don't no, know he, how he, 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 no, he did. He shot pretty good. I think we all struggle a little bit with the skeet, but he oh, shot man, yeah. really good. But listen, you know, some of, somebody had texted and wanted to know about the doctor, Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, he is uh, a, a resident at the Texas A&M College of Medicine in Dallas, Texas. All right? He... Um, since the outset of the pandemic, which is over a year ago, and by the way, what's interesting is Dr. McCullough, for some of you who may remember, we have had um, my former uh, orthopedic surgeon when I was in the Marine Corps who also studied bioweapons and was a, um, she was a, the head of former past president of American Association for Surgeons and Doctors in America, Dr. Lee Merritt. She's been on everything he said affirmed the thing she said. A year ago, everything he said, I, I, I listened to several of his interviews because I wanted to vet him before I started talking about him on the radio. And listen, uh, he um, has been a leader in the medical response to COVID-19 and has published a pathopsychological basis and rationale for early outpatient treatment. Um, the first synthesis of sequenced multi-drug treatment of ambulatory patients who had SARS-CoV-2 in the American Journal of Medicine. They don't put stuff in there unless it's been vetted, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, and then he's updated in reviews in cardiovascular medicine. He has, like I said, 40 peer-reviewed publications on the COVID-19 infection. He, he's uh, testified in the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security and throughout 2021 in the Texas Senate. Uh, he's t- testified in Colorado and New Hampshire, and I heard recently he just did an interview with uh, Governor DeSantis. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he did. And so here's here's the thing that struck me most about what he said is there has absolutely been a suppression of early treatment 
of COVID-19. And it could have avoided a lot of deaths, he said, in the hundreds of thousands, which is exactly what Dr. Merritt said, if people would have been allowed to treat uh, with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, not just as those are not miracle drugs, by the way. So if you're listening out there, those are not one-use drugs and it goes away. What he said that was so interesting to me is there's regimens, there's different drugs. Like he talked about steroids being good at, at, at getting the inflammation down. He talked about um, taking also zinc, uh, taking vitamin D, vitamin C, a quercetin, there, there's regimens that he recommended that are part of multi-drug treatments to it that drastically reduce hospitalization and death. And that's the two main fears of COVID-19, right? Mm-hmm. And look, over the last few months, like even though there's been a, quote, outbreak in the Delta variant of COVID-19, Which the, hos- the hospitalizations have, are still down. They're not going up. More people are exposed. They may have flu symptoms, but they're not going in the hospital and they're not dying um, because we have treatment options. And and he, he also talked about a little bit about the vaccine. And he said, never in the history of our country have we advertised vaccines before they came out and were approved by the FDA. But you could go on the Walmart or CVS pharmacy, and they were advertising the vaccines before they ever came out. He said there's something not right about suppressing treatment of patients with the disease and then pushing a vaccine for the healthy. (laughs) I mean, like mandate, like I have antibodies because I've had COVID-19, so I have the antibodies. Why do I need a vaccine? I don't. The same thing that a vaccine supposedly does, uh, the same thing the vaccine does is is what i have naturally from god that he's put in my body but i found this out from a friend of ours who's a missionary over in china do you know that china is not using any of the uh, mrna technology vaccines you know what they're using they're using dead virus vaccines over Mm -hmm. there like smallpox Mm -hmm. that's what they're using for covid now why is that why is the country that created this virus and it was created engineered in a lab why uh they, they at least did gain a function by the way that just came out i wanted to bring that up as a topic of news and by the way we're just getting started there's been so much over the summer we we are going to get into wokeness in the gospel we're going to get there but this stuff is right on the top and as uh, again i said this before we went to break as believers we are not to be taken captive Now, I know that verse is talking about stuff related to the gospel, but it it also means in when you know something's not true or you don't blindly stick your head in the sand if people are pushing things that aren't right because we to really love our neighbor, we want to speak truth to him. Just over the holidays, I had a um, a person come up to me because I talked to them about hydroxychloroquine and they couldn't get it. They couldn't get their doctor to prescribe it. Mm. Their doctor told them they were crazy. And you know what? We helped provide some, get some, uh, found somebody that would get them some. And they took it. And guess what? They got better. They got better after following the regimen and doing the Zelenko protocol out of New York, his his protocol for dealing with it. And they got better. And, and so 
why wouldn't we help each other as believers? That's what we do. But we have to speak the truth. We have to know the truth. And and we have been fed a lie. And if you ask most pastors or most people out there who believers, if they trust the CDC, if they trust the government, most of them are going to say no because they know that they've been changing on this left and right. Uh, but, Taylor, this I want to read this article, if I can, real quick about what they just uh, found out um, in China. It was uh, it was uh, the the guy who's one of the representative McCall, Michael McCall out of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, that the the House Foreign Affairs Committee uh, was probing the origins of COVID nineteen, and they said they were manipulating uh, gain of function that was taking place. They've got evidence now that that's what they did. So um, all that to say that everything that has happened has emanated from china and if china is not suffering like we are and if they're using dead virus vaccines why are we using different technology you know why why are we allowing ourselves to uh i mean you know what i'm saying does that yeah. not pose a question for you well you know there's a question with the mrna vaccines and and just kind of the long-term repercussions of that like because that a vaccine that's been done that way has never been brought to market because there's been uh issues in testing beforehand um and now we're looking at the apparent ineffectiveness uh just the other day i think in massachusetts 74 percent of new covid cases were people who were fully vaccinated um out of the five people who had to be hospitalized in that local area four of them we're fully vaccinated, um, so it, it's looking like the vaccines, if they do uh, work, look like they give about a six-month uh, time frame to where they would provide some sort of uh, immunity, whereas natural immunity uh, will last for 12 to 18 months, uh, according to what most people uh, are finding so far. Um, so, yeah, that's a big question you have to ask yourself, and you also have to ask why we have uh, memory hold certain places around the world, like Sweden, for example, um, zero COVID deaths for a number of days now running. They never did any of these uh, lockdown and mitigation strategies. And obviously people are afraid of this Delta variant, um, but pe- people forget this was called the uh, India variant before they changed it to the Delta variant. And in India, they saw a drastic reduction of hospitalizations and deaths because of the use of ivermectin. But that is something, you know, in the media that we just don't talk about. And I would say that there is a, a reason for it. There seems to be a concerted effort uh, to stoke the yeah, panic. Well, it should it should bother everybody who listens that if you put on social media, listen, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine have been proven to help fight COVID, and they flag that as false information. That should alarm everybody. And by the way, if you're in the state of Florida and they do that to you, do you know you can bring a lawsuit against them uh, for for inhibiting your speech? Governor DeSantis has passed a, a bill, signed a bill that allows us in the state of Florida to sue social media when they do stuff like that. And so, you know, and I, I also want to make this uh, disclaimer real quick. Listen, I'm obviously not a doctor. Uh, I'm not a medically trained person. Um, I was an FBI agent. I do know how to research and I do know how to look at, at data and, and be able to interpret data and to be able to piece together things. And from what I have found and the people I've listened to, I would tell you, if you can go listen to Dr. Peter McCullough out of D- uh, Dallas, Texas, he's got some good material. I just heard uh, one guy and I want to say I have not 
um, vetted him totally, but I did a partial vet on him where I did a little research on him, Dr. Charles Hoff out of uh, Canada. And Dr. Hoff has been doing research into post-vax symptoms Mm. uh, and people who were having what he calls microclots throughout their body. Microclots do not show up on typical, uh, you know, testing that they do, whether it's uh, CAT scans or those kind of things. You don't see those, the kind that cause strokes or that. But the microclots cause problems in your body, headaches and other issues. He came up with a, a test called the D-dimer test, and uh, he he to qualify to be in that little study he did, you had to have had the vaccine within a week. 60% of the people that he tested showed positive microclotting from mm. the vaccine. Mm. And, and, and people in the United States in authority or the, you know, the, the social media are debunking that, saying uh, they've shown it doesn't cause clots. It doesn't cause major clots. It causes microclots. That's also a problem with COVID-19, and he talks about that. Charles Hoff, H-O-F-F-E. So I'm sorry to be getting all this information out, but I want you to be informed. I want you to do the research. You go listen to it. You decide and, and let God lead you to see truth uh, or error. And he, he will lead you if you're his people. And another uh, resource is you can look up a book called The Fauci and Bargain by Steve Dace and uh, Todd Erzin. It is, uh, has more footnotes than it does pages, so it's really well-researched um, and something that if you're interested, you can check out. All right, we will be back with more after the break. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER, and all of you who are listening here locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Mercy Me with Even If. If you have been listening to uh, the discussion or if you just tuned in, we were talking a little bit about um, COVID in the last segment, and we would love to hear uh, what you guys think. So if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Uh, this is uh, something that's with the way that the country's going, moving back into mass mandates, some areas talking about lockdowns again. Uh, I think it's something that's on a lot of people's minds, and we would love to hear uh, your thoughts about it. Me and Doug have been uh, looking into it for some time, obviously, like most people have, and uh, you know, found some interesting resources, so we would love to hear uh, your guys' take on that. If you would like to call a call in, excuse me again. That's one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT or ask at SWATradio.com. Okay, you know I, I have to go back to Doctor McCullough. And again, folks, I 
you know, uh, I welcome you to call in on this because this is, to me, this is a big issue. You know, I I, I don't know if you remember, Taylor, I, I mentioned, um, I think it was Jeremiah 20, it might have been 24, somewhere between 20 and 24, when the children of Israel were sent into Babylon mm-hmm. and they were told, you go in there and you seek the welfare of that that people. You live your lives. You get married. You do all the things. And you, you endure your 70 years, and I will bring you back. But you seek the welfare of the people there. And, you know, we have been really upset uh, in the Christian. A lot of people have about um, our current leadership in our country because of um, the anti-Christian focus in a lot of it. Uh, the LGBTQ and all that stuff. And we've been so focused on that that we want we want our the welfare. We believe, like uh, I think it was Wayne Grudem we had on who talked about, you know, we believe that this platform was better, the Republican platform was better. But the bottom line is now it is what it is. We have, it's almost like God has said, okay, this is what you've got. Romans 1 is being rolled out because We've turned our back on God as a country. We have. Mm-hmm. And and so this is where we are. So what do we do? We marry. We do just like the children of Israel, we're told. But we seek the welfare. So as believers, we speak truth. And we speak truth about things. And, you know, Dr. Merritt was on here, I, I guess, about a year ago or close to it, and saying things uh, about stuff that seemed unbelievable. Like, this was a bioweapon. But the the bioweapon was not coronavirus. It was going to be a vaccine that came in response. Well, Dr. McCullough, again, Dr. McCullough, just to tell you, he's a professor of medicine and the vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor University and teaches at Texas A&M. This is not a hack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not some kind of crazy uh, guy. He, um, he's a cardiologist, an internist. Uh, who has testified before Congress, and this is what he said, not on TV. He said, I can't say this on TV. They won't let me air this. But he says um, that the respiratory virus and the vaccine delivered to the human body, the spike protein, the gain-of-function target of this bioterrorism research, talking about what happens. And he said uh, that that COVID was a bioweapon, and the vaccines represent phase two of that bioweapon because what it does to people is it causes um, it, it causes things to happen in their body in response to that spike protein. And it creates these little micro clots. Now, that's not me saying that. This is a guy who has been a researcher, a teacher at a, a hospital and a guy who has been in medicine for a long time. He said that over 85% of the more than 600,000 deaths could have been prevented with multi-drug treatment given in the early to midpoint of the disease. Over 600. Now, think about that. Think about what's happened in our country. And he made this point, and I heard this, and it was really true. I want you to imagine for a second the government coming out and saying, you know what? If you get pneumonia, you just stay at home. And if you get really, really sick, then you come back. <laughs> yeah. But they don't give you any drugs. Just take some Tylenol. Take some aspirin. Like, think about what would happen, and people are dying. 
every day. But you can only come back if you get really, really sick. They, my mother went to the hospital. She was collapsed on the floor in my house. My brother got her, took her to the hospital where they gave her an IV, but that was it, and then sent her away, sent her back home where she endured and miraculously survived because of the grace of God. But that's not the way you treat people who are elderly, who are sick with a, a disease that is killing people. And and instead, they focused on, think about the massive efforts that's been used to get this vaccine out. And you know what? I'm in the VA uh, medical system. I just got a letter. Hey, you did your part by serving in the Marine Corps. Now you have to do your part in the war against COVID. Yeah. The vaccine is our only hope. It's our only hope. And I'm like, really? Are they saying that? Because I've had COVID. I've got God's immunity against COVID now because I've already have it and my body defeated it. Uh, and one of the reasons I was able to do well is because of the wisdom and treatment of uh, regiment that Dr. Merritt prescribed, which was vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, um, you know, uh, selenium. And, and, and by taking those that nutraceuticals is what they call them, uh, and having my body there, I didn't even get pneumonia out of it. I mean, and a lot of people got, and I have the A positive blood type, which mm. is supposedly the worst blood type to have. And so the vast majority of doctors jumped almost in groupthink to this uh, guidelines that were hand, handed down by WHO, the WHO, and by the CDC. And you know what? Those things changed back and forth, back and forth. And nobody was really treating the patients. They weren't. They weren't, except for pockets of little doctors around the country who said, you know what, I'm going to treat my patient. I'm going to treat him. But can you imagine? Uh, this was the response. Oh, you can't be around your family. And, and you know, we're just going to give you uh, oxygen. But we're not, we're not trying to figure out how to treat what's going on inside of you. And now they know it's things been going on for a year. So all this to say as believers – we need to pray for people like Dr. McCullough, pray for people like Dr. Merritt, pray for people like Dr. Hoff, these people who have been bold and courageous. And now groups of doctors are coming together and saying this was wrong. And all this bureaucratic stuff is starting to come out, like the Lancet article and everything. And as believers, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if you want to be a good Samaritan to the people around you, Ask your doctor, go in and ask them if they'll prescribe hydroxychloroquine for you or ivermectin. You can get it to have it on standby. Stock up on vitamin C. Stock up on vitamin D, ivermectin, I mean, uh, selenium and uh, zinc. And um, be be ready to help people who are sick, who are being rejected at the hospitals or sent back by the hospitals because that's that's just ridiculous that uh, – that, that people have done that you know and dr mccullough published two the only two papers right now that are out there to teach doctors how to treat covid19 at home i mean mm. in in a peer you know in yeah. a peer-reviewed publication he 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 did that and if you treat it early 85 percent reduction in hospitalization and death mm. now that's just among the point zero zero five percent but 85 percent if it's treated early so um, I, I hope that people will really research what they do. Don't just blindly follow. 
Um, because listen, uh, it's it's you can't make decisions based out of fear. That God never works that way. Mm-hmm. The only fear you should have is the fear of God. That's the the healthy fear of God who's in heaven who created all this stuff that we in the world in which we live in. But the the public, you know, has been um, just you know I don't know I. It, we are being divided as a country between the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers, between the maskers and the anti-maskers, between the white and the black, between, you know, every kind of division that's out there. And our world is literally falling apart around us. I don't know if you've been watching the news, all the beatings, all the shootings, mm-hmm. all over. People are done with it. And as believers, we are to be vessels of hope, vessels of peace, and vessels of truth. And it's not loving to tell somebody a lie. Yeah. It, it, and if you don't know that it's a lie because you've not done research, if you've heard investigate, don't just blindly follow these people who've proven to be wrong. I mean, I I really am not trying to be political with this. I you know this is a about the word of God, but God's word says, "Do not be taken captive by deception." And, you know, I know, again, I want to say for those who are listening that are, you know, teachers, I know that's talking about the gospel there contextually. But principally, it still applies for us as believers to be aware of what's going on. We are to be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. So, yeah. And, you know, I I think that there is a correlation here between what we're talking about with COVID and with the woke stuff that's going on. I was listening to somebody the other day. I can't remember who it was, but they were saying uh, culture is a outflow of uh, people's religion. And what we're seeing with our culture and how we're behaving and how things are changing is a turning that's been going on for a long time away from uh, the Bible and biblical principles towards something else. And when that happens, you know, God says in Romans one that he's going to give people up to their their passions, the slave, and, and to be enslaved to their uh, sinful desires, and that's part of the punishment. I think that is what we're seeing uh, right now played out in front of our eyes. That reason seems to be out the window, and we're just, uh, like you say, unraveling and destroying ourselves in the most uh, painfully, uh, you know, painful way to watch. Well, hey, listen, um, if you want, I know that Tucker Carlson interviewed Dr. Peter McCullough back on May 14th of this year, so you can probably go back and see it. Um, Again, he's been banned from YouTube. I really encourage you um, to to follow up on some of this stuff because be informed. Be informed. You've got the, the tools out there, and if you want to call in, if you disagree, we're happy to take your calls. We'd love for you to call in and weigh in on this and anything else and even the wokeness stuff. If you don't know what wokeness is, call in. We'll help you uh, get a definition for it. Uh, yeah. So. so we will be back with more after the break. Give you the number of the call when we get back. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. 
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. All My Hope by David Crowder. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are back after a summer break. So happy to be back on the air with you guys. And we have been talking about uh, COVID and kind of some of the things uh, developing with that and also with uh, the government's uh, strategies, mitigation strategies and plans uh, moving forward as uh, fear starts to ramp up again. We are going to be uh, this month talking about uh, wokeness uh, uh, and CRT and things like that, uh, looking at a few uh, different books. Uh, so we hope that you stick with us with for that. Excuse me. If you have any questions about anything that we've talked about so far or you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Hey, I, I want to read something again. You know, we quickly forget what happened. And, you know, I remember back about um, uh, six months ago or so, maybe when the, when the first talk of the vaccine was coming out, a lot of people were putting on um, social media stuff about Nuremberg and, mm-hmm. uh, war, you know, the experimentation on the Jewish people mm-hmm. over there, which is one reason I'm really kind of baffled at what's happening in israel with the vaccine it it just kind of blows me away a little Mm -hmm. bit but anyway you may not be familiar with the nuremberg code but it came about as a result after world war ii of what happened and it was a a code that physicians bought into and uh it, it basically they they were saying we don't want to do what happened there again as doctors because it was wrong and um uh, one of the things was voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential to any experimental drug. All right. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent. They should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form or constraint or coercion and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. That's Article 1. That's not all of it, but that's the bulk of it. Another one, it says, the experiment should be so conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. The degree of risk to be taken should never exceed that determined by the humanitarian importance of the problem to be solved by the experiment 
During the course of the experiment, the scientist in charge must be prepared to terminate at any stage if he has probable cause to believe in the exercise of the good faith, superior skill, and careful judgment of required of him that a continuation is likely to result in injury, disability, or death to the subject. Now, that's only four of the ten articles. And why do I bring that up? I bring it up because... You know, um, when you start looking at the vaccine, it is an experimental drug. It has not been FDA approved. It is an emergency youth authorization by the CDC. And when you think about the people involved with this vaccine, Bill Gates, did you know that? Yeah. Bill Gates is involved. Anthony Fauci. I don't trust Anthony Fauci. I don't trust him as far as I can see him. I, I listen. If 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 I had if I was an FBI agent and he was a witness, he would be what I would call squirrely. I would not have a good feeling about being around this guy. Uh, I'm not saying he hasn't done good things, but I'm saying the way he has responded to some very direct questioning about what's happened in China and everything has not given me a, a good feeling in my stomach about him as a witness. And it's been, you know, to the point that there's been a, a uh, what, a Department of Justice complaint uh, filed against him, right, with uh, uh, Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he has acted in a way that has uh, been, been pretty questionable. And you look at some of the ties that he has, including what you're talking about with the vaccine there, uh, that should cause anyone to be a little concerned well, well, here's the thing. Dr. McCullough is not anti-vax. Uh, I mean, he is not an anti-vaxxer, but he, he is a strong, um, courageous doctor who cares about patients, and he's internationally recognized uh, in, uh, uh, as an authority on the role of chronic kidney disease as a cardiovascular risk state. I mean, he's been in a 1,000 publications I mean, like, I mean, he goes back, he's got 500 citations in the National Library of Medicine. So this is not a lightweight. People that want to dismiss this guy as a quack, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're going to be barking up the wrong tree with him because he's not. And, and he came on Tucker Carlson back in May, and I, I'd forgotten about this interview to a guy sent it to me recently. And I, I'm telling you, it's, in ver- it's worth the investment of time to go back and watch his interview now. And to really start thinking about what you're doing going forward with your own medicine. Because what he said in the, the most recent interview I heard is that you there's a good network of doctors around the country who are doing telemed and stuff that you can get ivermectin from, you can get hydroxychloroquine from, you can find treating regiments for COVID-19. And because he said the vast majority of doctors have been pressured into um, saying that hydroxychloroquine is not a good treatment option. They've suppressed it because they fear they don't want to be uh, not, they don't want to lose their admission privileges to hospitals or their practice and all that. And, you know, he has, he had enough clout and credibility that they couldn't do that with him. Right. But these young doctors that are good doctors, I mean, really good doctors that are out there, but they just are being forced into this. And some of them naively, some of them Mm -hmm. knowingly. Um, But it's really created a problem. And, again, you know, I hated to take the first 
program today back and really get but this is such a it's starting to spiral up again mm-hmm. and people are starting to do this and I, I really think it would be helpful dr peter mccullough m-c-c-u-l-l-o-u-g-h if you go and you um, just put his name in you should be able to see the tucker carlson interview in may and uh, if you have any problems with uh, seeing the other interview, you can email us at uh, Doug at SWATradio.com, and I'll be happy to try to send you a link to his other interview. And uh, like I said, you're welcome to call in. Um, I know a lot of you guys listening out there probably got the vaccine. You probably, or maybe you're not. Maybe you're wondering if I should. You're being pressured to. You should not get it because you're pressured to. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot more of that pressure that people are going to feel with things like, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo came out today and told private businesses that they needed to switch to vaccine-only admission to their business. So there's going to be people who are going to feel that pinch to make a decision not based on what's best for their medical health and and consultation with their doctors, but on, hey, I want to go to a wedding that's in another country, and they say to get there, I'm going to have to be vaccinated, and, oh, people are going to think I'm weird if I don't show up and you know there's going to be things that don't have anything to do with health that are going to play into why people do this and that goes to uh you know what you were reading i can't remember exactly in the nuremberg thing that flies in the face of why uh you should be doing things and to to mandate a vaccine that is not fda approved or even if it's not a government mandate but it's a mandate through policy at uh your job i know a number of people who work in the healthcare field and that includes here in jacksonville who have said that if they don't have the vaccine by the end of the month they'll be terminated well i want to read a couple other quotes by mccullough real quick and and you might want to be jot this down if you're listening okay uh the federal vaccine adverse event reporting system VAERS logged in 5,993 reports of death of people injected with covid between december and june of this year December 2020 and June, 5,993, that's what's logged. That's more than all the deaths reported to VAERS from all other vaccines combined over the last 22 years. Yeah. All right? But that doesn't scratch the surface. This is a direct quote. This is not me saying this. This is what Dr. Peter McCullough, a recognized authority in the medical field, says. We now have a whistleblower inside CMS. And we have two whistleblowers at the CDC, and we think we have at least 50,000 dead Americans, 50,000 deaths, and more deaths due to the vaccine per day than the viral illness by far, so far. It's, it's propagandized bioterrorism by injection. Is what, this is what he said. And every single thing that was done in public health in response to the pandemic has made it worse right now. Yep. Why is that? Why do they suppress treatment of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine? Why? Because they want to push a vaccine. Ever if you're if you're my age, I'm almost sixty. If you're almost my age or older, never in our lifetime have we had a vaccine push like we see with this for something that kills point zero five point zero zero five percent and most of those are over 60 um so um and this is a brand new technology mm-hmm. um that has not come into the human body so the people who are getting the vaccine now are the, the guinea pigs there you are the test subject you, you are the people who are there seeing how this plays out and there's people who uh, talk about well you know we had a, a virus mandation for uh, smallpox 
But the the fact about the smallpox is first that killed twelve thousand times, twelve thousand percent more than uh, caused twelve thousand percent more deaths than what COVID causes, and it was tested for twenty years before the guy who did it would inject it into his body or into the body of his children, which is ultimately what made the American people feel safe about that. And since the 1890s, we were trying to find vaccines for uh, smallpox. Anyway, it is a, it's something that people are saying that, oh, this is why uh, it's okay for COVID to be uh, mandated of a vaccine. But it's a vastly different thing, and I think that's something that we should really be aware of and be thinking about how new these vaccines are and as you said, the amount of death that has been, that's just been what is in bears, right? Yeah. That's just what's in there in the, over the past Well, and he years. said 50,000 have been suppressed. Yeah. So, I mean, and who's to say? We don't know because they've, they've done all this. But listen, I do want to say this. He, if if, um, if you put in Google or DuckDuckGo, whatever search engine, Dr. Peter McCullough, home patient guide, it should come up. He's developed a home patient guide for people to treat COVID at home. And so, or you can email me at Doug at SWAT Radio. I really hope you will share this with your friends so they can um, treat this. That This is going on and people are still getting sick. It's a real illness, but it can be treated. Don't let people suffer needlessly out there. All right. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio, and you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Have a nice day. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual